listening to Success Unwrapped with Heather Vale. Welcome to Success Unwrapped with Heather Vale, the weekly radio talk show where we unwrap and reveal the secrets that successful people use, and you can too. Available at successunwrappedradio.com. This podcast is sponsored by GoToMeeting at gotomeeting.com. These days, whether you're in business or simply want to share something with friends and family, email and voicemail sometimes just aren't enough. That's why you should try GoToMeeting, an online meeting solution that will revolutionize how you communicate with your business associates, family, and friends. GoToMeeting makes it easy to provide training and share information. All you need is a PC, an internet connection, and a phone. You invite people to meet you online, they see your computer screen on their monitor, and best of all, you can meet as long as you want, as often as you need, for one flat rate. Try it yourself for free for 45 days. No credit card is required. Just go to gotomeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and type in the promo code PODCAST. That's gotomeeting.com, Try It Free button, promo code PODCAST. Try GoToMeeting free today. My special guest this week is Kristen Resmo, author, success coach, speaker, and host of the Life Coaching with Kristen radio show on Sassy 107.1 FM in Denver, Colorado. During nearly a decade of coaching and authoring coaching courses, she has helped hundreds of people find the life and career path best suited to them and finally achieve the results they want. Now she's going to share some of her secrets with us. Kristen, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Heather, for having me. What do you mean when you say that we were born a success? <laughs> Let's just jump right into it. Um, <laughs> well, I really believe that is the truth of who we are. Um, I believe that we were born capable. I, th- I believe that we were born great with absolute abundance and possibilities in front of us and that we have the world at our fingertips when we're born and we come into this world with total potential. And the more that as adults we go back to that memory and realize that, the more that we can create in our life. So we're born with the success, but a lot of the times it takes some time to find that success. What's the process like where we should be searching for and uncovering that success that we are actually born with? Excellent question. Yes, we were born a success. And from the very time that we were small, We took on ideas about ourselves that weren't necessarily true about us, Uh, belief systems, if you will, or paradigms, which are basically just ideas that we repeated and that we gave emotional energy to or gave sanction to, therefore accepting them as truths for ourselves, right? And so we might have grown up in an environment where um, we were taught very limiting things about ourselves. We chose to believe that as we progressed through our lives. And now we need to recognize that we truly can have whatever it is that we want. We can have anything that we set our minds to or anything that we desire. And that's another element of you were born a success is that we live in a universe that is benevolent and that supports our every wish and our every desire and that supports us in being right about ourselves and who we say we are. So if we say that I am a success or we say that I can accomplish the things that I want, we indeed will do that. We indeed can do that. Or if we say, if we give energy to beliefs that aren't true, but we believe they're true, we can definitely limit ourselves. So I think one of the first things that we want to do to create a successful life 
is to recognize and to be aware of the fact that we believe things about ourselves that aren't true and that limit us. And as soon as we can be aware of that and are just honest with ourselves about that, we can begin to change that and we can begin to step into our, the truth about ourselves and into our personal power. It's kind of funny because by definition, those beliefs are what we believe to be true about ourselves. So I find it it's hard for a lot of people to get over those limiting beliefs and actually change them into the positive beliefs that can take them forward. Do you have any little tricks that people can use to do that? Yep, that's absolutely true, and you're right. I mean, there's two things going on, right? The truth is we are capable. The truth is we can have a great life, and we can do anything that we want. But there's another, it's, we're also human, right? And so we have doubts, and we have fears, and we don't necessarily believe that's true. So what I, what I tell my clients is the first thing that you want to do, like I was saying before, is be honest with yourself that you have told yourself things that aren't true about you. So get to a place where you can admit that and, and then take responsibility for that. And, and just recognize that there are things about myself that I don't know. And I'm willing to change my mind. So a tip is I'm willing to look at myself differently. I'm willing to change my mind about myself and what I'm truly capable of. And one of the things that I tell my clients is in order to specifically create something that you really want is to see yourself there first and to envision yourself living the life that you want. And that, that there's, a, there's a lot of things in, involved in that. First is you want to connect with what is it that you really want. So that might be a first step. And, and taking some time to excavate and taking some time to look. When I ask, that's the first question I ask all my clients, Heather, what do you really want? And many people will say, I don't know, that's why I came to coaching. <laughs> and I'll say, great, let's start there, right? Let's just keep investigating that question and keep looking at that. I don't know usually means I, I don't know that it's okay to look. I haven't given myself permission to look in a long time. And so let's look now. And then I'll say, let's go as far as you can see. So choose your horizon line. And for some people, the horizon line is way out there. And for some people, it's much closer, maybe a block away. And basically, what, what I mean by horizon line is it's as far as you can see in your life. And if you can see that horizon line, you can see then how to get there, right? Just like in real life. If you're standing in the middle of a field and you're looking out over the sunrise on the distant horizon, if you're standing there and you can see the horizon line, you can literally see how to get there, right? I might have to walk across this field and swim across that river and maybe hike up that hill, but I can see it. Mm -hmm. So you want to be able to see yourself getting there and choose your horizon line. Go as far as you can see yourself going. And then another element in that, step two, is make the decision that you will go. And decision is that intentional process that says, yes, I'm in I'm going to try this, I'm going to go for this, even without proof that I'm going to get there, even without proof of success. I've made the decision that I am going to go in that direction. Because a lot of people have dreams and wishes and wants, right? Mm -hmm. but, but until we decide that, yes, we're going to have that and, and we claim it for ourselves, we won't, we won't achieve it. And so I want is the first step, but decision is I will. So when you say, I want, plus I will, you activate, if you will, a greater truth about yourself. And you activate energy, and you begin to build power, and you begin to build momentum. 
And then so you, you want to see it and you want to claim it. And it just that brings me back to over eight years ago when I hired my first coach. I was a cardiac intensive care unit nurse. And so I had myself very defined in regards to who I thought I was. And I hired a coach to help me transition into professional coaching to start a business. I had no business experience. And I said to her on one of my very first calls, what do I need to do to grow a successful practice like you've done? And she said, decide you will do it, Kristen. Hmm. I said, what? <laughs> like, I'm ready here. I take pages of notes, you know. I've got all the step-by-step details. I want all the how-tos. And she said, we'll get there. But the most important thing that you have to do is decide. Like, don't think about it too much. Just do it. So you have to make the decision. And then the third thing is you have to believe that it's possible. You have to believe that it can happen. And that goes back to what we were talking about before. You have to work on your level of belief. And this is where a lot of people get hung up. You're only going to go as far, really, as you believe you're going to go. So what I tell my clients initially is set a goal that you believe is possible to reach. Like, for example, with me, I wasn't sure that's exactly that I could be successful, you know, as an entrepreneur and as a coach, but I could look around and see that other people were doing it. So I chose to believe that it's possible because other people are doing it. So maybe I can do it too. You have to be able to believe that it's possible. If you don't believe it, you will stop yourself at the first obstacle, right? Or at the first challenge. So you, you have to work on your level of belief. And the next thing that you need to do is act as if you know it's coming or act as if it's on the way. You must take action. And that's the number one reason that people hire coaches is they know what they want and they even, again, like the horizon line can see a little bit of how, what they need to do to get there. But they miss that action step. You know, it's hard to get moving. And so really it's about acting and taking steps. And as you take action, you build belief, you build capacity, you build confidence. And so if it's difficult on the belief end, just get into action and through that process, you'll start to experience yourself in a new way and things will start to move in your life. And so I tell my clients, confidence and belief, you, want, you, need, a, you need some of it, but it's also something that you earn. So don't wait for the fear to go away or you don't wait to believe 100%. Just act and, and, and begin the process of going for it and you will earn more of that belief as you go. So those are some of the things that you want to do. You want to choose something that really matters to you, that you have a desire for, and you want to be able to see how far it is that you can go to, to, to reach that. So choose an initial horizon line and then just get going. That concept that you mentioned of acting as if can be very powerful, but I find that a lot of the times people just don't keep it up for very long. They can right. keep it going for a little while, and then the ego starts getting in there and going, well, you really don't have this, and they kind of give up, and they oh, don't yeah. go any further. Oh, so true. How do we stop that from happening? Well, yep, exactly right. First, just I want to acknowledge what you're saying is absolutely part of the process. And what happens is that the minute we set a goal, we have a problem. Because there's a mismatch, if you will, in the picture. The goal is out there, and sometimes it's bigger than we know ourselves to be right now. So we, have, we, have to, we know in, intuitively that we're going to have to grow in order to achieve that goal, especially those bigger stretch goals, right? The bigger the gap, the, the more we have to grow. And so almost instantly, instantaneously, the devil on our shoulder starts talking, right, or the inner critic. So you set a goal, and almost instantly you get that, who do you think you are? You, you can't do this. <laughs> You know, you're too old, you're too young, you know, we can give ourselves a ton of reasons why. And that's, like you said, Heather, it's the voice 
of the ego or the voice of fear. And I call it the, the devil or on your shoulder or the inner critic. But, and what I'll tell my clients is let's reframe this. And again, it's awareness. So know that when your inner critic starts amping up the volume, that it's a good sign. That it means you're starting to look at what's possible for you. And you're starting to move into, like, again, new levels of what, where you can go and what your life can be. And so instantly you're going to get that negative talk as long as you don't buy into it. So, again, it, initially it takes conscious, deliberate work. It, 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 we want it to be easy, but it really is deliberate where you say, is my fear deciding for me or am I deciding? So we're going to have fear and we're going to have doubt at the start of, of every goal. But you also have to say, what, who's in the driver's seat? So, yeah, I'm going to feel the fear. We're human, too. So we're going to feel the fear. Uh, but just don't let it, you know, it can be in the car, but don't let it drive, right? <laughs> you drive. And so it, know that when your fear pops up or your self-doubt pops up, that it's actually a good sign. And this is another thing that I'll help my clients do is not only set goals that really work for you, that would bring you joy. Let's also look at how you're going to start getting in your way. So when my clients come into my practice, we work together for at least, at least three months. And we'll look at what do you want, and now we're going to look at how we need to remove barriers. And one of the things that's going to happen almost right away is your inner critic is going to amp up the volume, and you're going to feel fear, and you're going to feel more self-doubt than ever before. And that's normal, and that's good, and embrace that. It's part of the process, it's part of the process of growth. Just don't let those things decide for you. And you're right, it's harder, it's like easier said than done. We can intellectualize that, but you just can't let those things decide for you. Another good sign that you're growing is when you start getting resistance from the other people in your life that are closest to you. And when there's, there's a reason why that happens. I've seen this time and time again with my clients. They have a goal that they're excited about. It's something they really want to do. They've got that burning desire. They start sharing it with their friends and family, and they're, those folks have their own fears, and they start shooting it down. So when we start getting resistance from others that are closest to us, all that that means is we're sort of we're challenging their paradigms or we're cha- challenging their beliefs. And it can be, our change can be scary to other people, right? Because they're used to us being a certain way. And they're used to a certain dynamic with us. So as we start to grow, as we start to take risks or start to believe better things about ourselves, we might find that the people closest to us aren't necessarily thrilled. I'm not saying they're not going to be supportive, but oftentimes you can hear their fears coming up. But don't let that stop you. Also, almost immediately, we start having challenges and problems. So when you set a big goal or you set, you declare that there's something that you want, challenges and problems or obstacles will pop up on your path. And a lot of times, the bigger the goal, the bigger the challenges. But again, we can reframe that as, as a good sign that... Sometimes challenges, well, not sometimes, oftentimes, challenges are put in your life such that you learn things that you need to know. I mean, I've had some real challenges in my business. And at the time, I mean, even though I know this stuff, it is, it's not fun, right? And I resent that challenge, and I don't want that challenge. But I can always look back and say, it's, what, it's my greatest teacher. It's definitely my greatest teacher. So know that challenges and problems will arise. But if the want is big enough, and your desire is great enough, those challenges can be overcome, and they really don't count. You'll, you'll, you know, you'll go forward anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. You're mentioning 
knowing the stuff and yet still, you know, it's easy to fall prey to those challenges that come up. And I know that a lot of the listeners, too, I mean, they've been listening to a lot of these interviews. They know concepts like the law of attraction, manifestation. Right. But sometimes just knowing it doesn't bring them the results that they're looking for. That's right. And, and so we, and I think part of that, Heather, is that we mistake certain circumstances coming up in our life as a sign to stop. Mm. So I'll say to my clients, fear means go, wall means jump, you know, <laughs> challenge means hooray for you that you've attracted this because, oh gosh, I look back at some of my challenges and I think, oh, what did I do? What did I do to myself? I was so safe and secure in my job. Um, but one of the affirmations that I chose early, early on in my practice was everything that needs to happen will happen such that I achieve my goal. And, and so, you know, you talk about beliefs and, and giving sanction to new ideas. That's an idea that I gave some power to. I gave emotional energy to. So whenever I was faced with a challenge or a difficulty, I would include that in my affirmation, and I would say, this must be happening for me, not, be, not happening against me. And if you can look at it that way, I'm not saying it's easy, uh, and trust me, I know it's not. I'm not saying it's fun. But, you know, they call it growing pains for a reason. It's a painful process sometimes. But if you can look at it as an aid, every successful person that I have coached, I have coached Olympic athletes, Hollywood actors, CEOs in business, every successful person has fears, right? But, but they don't mistake those fears as a sign to stop. Fear means go. And they will tell, any successful person will tell you that their challenges and obstacles made them stronger and savvier as a result. And so we just, you got to buckle down, you got to stay committed and, you know, it just takes, it takes due diligence and it takes commitment. I love the way you said that. I've never heard anyone say it so succinctly. Wall means jump. (laughs) That's brilliant. Well, I got that was, I was actually wondering, you know, how things come to you when you think about it and all of a sudden you get a great example. I was watching horse jumping on TV and the horse is conditioned to jump when he sees the wall, right? Yeah. And they're beautiful, you know, by the way, they're like so graceful and I'm like, Oh, the wall means jump. <laughs> oh, right. Or fear means go. Or resistance from others or challenges means I'm on the right track. Yippee. And you have to look at it like this, this stuff is all coming to the surface now because I said I really wanted this. Good for you. Expect it. <laughs> know that it's coming and in a sense embrace it. And you know what? I'll tell my clients we, we've been conditioned to be in this like instant gratification society. And we all, you know, like you said, your listeners are savvy people. They know about the law of attraction. They know about um, these steps we're talking about today. But, but we think, you know, I've got a coach now or I've taken a seminar. I, I should have this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I should know this. I should be able to do this right now. But it really is a, it's a process. I mean, I'm still in the process. But the mo- if we just have that little bit of willingness to say, I'm willing to look at myself differently, I'm willing to challenge my assumptions about myself. I'm willing to take a step. That, those little steps, bit by bit, step by step, day by day, that little bit of willingness has a majorly, major compound interest effect, indeed. So don't think that that little change in your attitude or that, that small shift that you make in the way that you talk about yourself isn't getting you somewhere. Don't, don't expect it to be magnitude-type growth right away. Just know that every effort that you put into it gets you further along your path. We're all learning. We're all growing. We're all awakening. 
it's speeding up, but it's still a process and it still takes time. And so just know that you will never, ever, you can never go back once you have those little aha moments or once you take those steps forward. It might feel like you've slid back, but you're never going to totally go back. And you just, that's where belief and trust come in. You have to believe that you are growing. To get Kristen's free newsletter called Masterful Living and to access her articles, radio shows, and other programs, just go to BenchmarkCoaching.com. And I hope you've enjoyed the first segment of our interview. But it's not over. There's a full 200% more than what you just heard where we delve deeper into these success principles. To unwrap the full interview and get lots more tools for success, just sign up to become a Success Unwrapped member on any level you choose at successunwrapped.com slash members. This has been Success Unwrapped with Heather Vail. Be sure to tune in to the next edition of Success Unwrapped, helping you to unwrap and discover your own potential for success. Until next time, keep unwrapping. I'm Heather Vale. This podcast is part of the Blueberry Network at Blueberry.com. That's spelled B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com.